Hello lovers, fans, casual viewers and newbies to Nollywood. Welcome to the Exploring Nollywood podcast. I'm your host Mimi, but people will call me Marianne. And as usual, my co-host is... Tony is here once again. Yes! welcome. So, today we've got an exciting episode for you. It's going to be... Jazz. Magical. Oh wow, okay. That's what it's we're going to be magical. <laughs> Let's listen to some ads and then we'll be back. Welcome back. Now today I promised you a magical episode. Stop playing magical. You're you're misleading the people. I'm sorry, is Juju not African magic? No. We're gonna be talking about jazz. Not that one. Fetish. Traditional African religion. What are that words? According Oracle, to someone, shrine. I think. I hope she keeps that in the podcast because that's <laughs> that's the only way to say that name. We're going to explore juju, juju in Nollywood. Mm. It's gonna be a deep, deep subject because juju has been in Nollywood since forever. I don't think you you won't get. There's very few films that don't have like a little sprinkle. It's like it's like we said with romance last time. Whilst every sort of Nollywood film will have some romantic some, edge Oh, oh my god, we got such good, good, good response f- to that episode. So, thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> it took her a while. <laughs> thanks for all your comments and all your reactions. And, you know, keep giving us some. Loved it. You are saying? So there's always, there, not always, there is usually some facet of jazz. So if it's in a romance movie, there might be love potions and what, there's a thing that they call it. I don't know. Um, Tony Maze Bates. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> we are three minutes into it. We're already calling names. That's not acceptable. No, like um, a witchcraft. There we go. That's the word I was Oh my for. God. How did I forget witchcraft in my intro? Let's. Define what is jazz? What's juju? <laughs> Jews, I'd say I, I, as a Nollywood watcher, as a Nigerian, I would define jazz, juju, witchcraft as this other power that is to either control yourself, control other people, so, or used to empower yourself or be in control of other people. So you can put someone under your spell where they're now in love with you, put other people under your spell where they're giving you money or you're getting money. I don't know how to... You can do, you can do rituals. There's rituals sacrifices. sacrifices. So it's, it's a type of, I'd say it's a type of religion. It's African it magic. Yeah. That one. <laughs> it is literally African magic and it is it features heavily in Nollywood. Like Nollywood is like sixty percent juju movies. It's sixty percent juju. If it's ninety percent if it's ninety percent romance, sixty percent juju. <laughs> I don't care if that doesn't add I'm up. Sure I didn't do ma- uh, math. But yes, juju when, when we're talking about juju movies, juju can feature from being the main thing to being just like a tiny smidge of the plot. But juju is very familiar to us as first Africans and us as Nigerians because um we use it in everyday. No, we use it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> like we you we mention juju. We talk about juju in like daily in our daily conversations. It's something that is just in our cultural consciousness. I think think of any if you've ever had like a Nigerian that you're talking to or you're walking with 
and you see money on the floor and they're like, Oh, don't pay the money, you turn into a turtles. Like what turn into yam. Turn into yam. Someone's gonna cook you. I'm well. <laughs> so that that I think is something that has come not necessarily from everyday life, but that's come from Nollywood that has then impacted everyday life. I won't pick stuff off the floor. Even nope. in the UK. Nope. I, I'm pretty sure I've Mm-mm. seen Maybe um, you turn into like cauliflower. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> the jazz is ge- <laughs> geographically <laughs> Geographically appropriate. I think that in the film it was a, a tortoise that yeah, someone turned in into. In various films, it's 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 in your everyday life, or you see a cat like ah, my man Kichia here. Oh yes, that, that kind you know of... how Africans don't like cats. <laughs> what did cats do to us? Damn or owl, Marianne owls. They're cute. Mar- owls are not cute. Owls are terrifying. They are. Owls are bigger than you think. That you. That's that's. We're gonna the, discuss more why we of... have these. It's, it's embedded in, in our your, heads. It's just in your head. You can't help it. It's in our social media. It's in our they jokes do. all the time. Oh, yes. It's in our memes. In our and I think we should explore why because it's ancient. When they came and invaded us and colonized us, that's why I called it. Why? That's why in the beginning I said traditional African religion, believing in these idols, believing in these powers, believing in these gods, in the occult, occultish behavior, occultish behavior. <laughs> See, I think when they colonized us and they brought Christianity and they brought um, Islam and everything, well, it was still a part. Of, we had to make it a part of our world because it was still a part of us but because of the way christianity and islam is set up we chose to demonize it instead that's why as we'll as we'll discuss further in traditional movies or in historicals there's no such thing as juju there's just gods there's just gods that is very good gods and bad gods but when we go to the modern when we um to the modern world and you have someone that serves an african god Amadioha, Shongo. In fact, I don't even think they. I don't think they mention it's, the old gods. I think they I, just give it some random name like Robocobo Kabash. <laughs> no, we're not talking. <laughs> no, absolutely no. We're not doing that today. Absolute, ab- it's too late for that. <laughs> but <laughs> they give them a name. They don't name them like the other. Like, is Amadioha an actual? Yeah, it's god? an evil god. God of thunder. Oh, know your traditional African history. I'm not first. And secondly, see, the podcast is entertaining and educational. That's yes, just as I want it to be. So, yes, Amadi is the god of thunder. So mm. is Sango. Well, is that's Yoruba. Yoruba, yeah. And then, you know, these things are fascinating. We have an entire pantheon of gods. Is it Yoruba gods? Is it Igbo gods? Other, con- uh, um, other tribe gods? Mm. Their whole pantheons, just like Greek stories have, you know, just like you have Zeus and Athena and whatever. Wow. I know all of them. I'm just trying to be um, humble for this podcast. So when the Christianity and the colonizers came and they forced their religion on us, <laughs> I mean, not to get all hotep and stuff, and they forced their religion on us, these gods, these notions, these traditional African notions had to go somewhere and... They were demonized. And I think that's why we have so much of juju in our world. Because it is part of the African experience. And you find that these things are, they're never... And I, I was about to say, so in historicals, you will never get um, this practice is even the actual story. Okay. Within the actual story, it's not this, this practice is evil, this god is evil. 
it you've used this you've god used evil. this god in the wrong way i mean you will get like evil forest and stuff like mm, that yeah but those oh, when we talk about historicals that'll be the we'll have so much to talk about like the concept of an evil forest but i think even like evil forests if you're looking at it looking at it in terms of jazz evil forests are sort of the equivalent of maybe like a greek uh what are they what are they iliad odyssey and all yeah. of those kind of things where you have all these tests that you oh, need yes. to pass yeah end of life it's with okay we're going ahead of ourselves no no but it's like it's it, I, I think i from right from the start of the po- podcast it's something to make everyone understand that it's not always going to be a fight between good and evil mm. where jazz and the juju's always evil. evil it's just that is just a practice that is either center of the film or that's just the way people are so in yeah. his in historical in historicals village films that is just their way of life but once you pass a certain time in our history doom all african religion is demonic i'm from well <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about should we talk about the f- types of stories or the tropes what what's the different types of stories are the stories that they will tell but the tropes are the things that you would find i don't think i've ever explained what tropes are i've not, i have used it constantly what she has, she has but tropes are just commonalities that you'll find across stories mm-hmm. while stories are the stories that are being told like a cinderella story yeah but there's also to a cinderella, cinderella trope cinderella trope yeah that makes sense that makes sense. so i think we'll, if we go with the story first and then within the stories you will get the tropes yeah so the first story and the most potent, <laughs> the most popular one will be rituals. Now, for those that do not know, rituals is when you sacrifice somebody, someone, someone, some something of someone. It doesn't have to be them. It could be their destiny. It could be their womb. No, it could be. It could be you know their it could common be somebody sense. Somebody else's womb. <laughs> it could be their common sense. It could be their physical ability or their mental ability. It could be you know their lifespan. It could be anything of another person or of yourself. It is just sacrifice, gain, money, usually money, and, money power. and power. Oh yes, and that's that is where the evil tribe excels in making. Movies. We're going to talk about the differences between the tribes when it comes. To, but with most evil movies, it's rituals, and of course, there have been some iconic film rituals that have scared us. What? Sorry, the sound is clicking her fingers trying to remember. There was a new one that recently came out. They redid it. Yes, we're going to talk about... I think that's one of the most... um, Living in Bondage. Yes, that's the one. That's a really old film. Yes, Living in Bondage, as we have said, was made in 1992 and was one of the first movies that ever put on VHS. One of the first Nollywood movies put on VHS. And think this one of the first Nollywood movies that was ever put on VHS was about rituals it was about just so, so you know how important it is to us yeah but you know you have the notable living, living in bondage and for us millennials mm-hmm, billionaires club scared the pants out of me when they pounded that baby i was not ready i was not ready you haven't watched billionaires club i don't watch films where they pound babies Marianne. what it was iconic well, in this, well, usually in this film and in most ritual, ritual film, it starts out, and this is one of the sto- this is a very common story. The man is poor. He is suffering. He is not Why doing well. Always men. Well, you find some. They're very, 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 very few movies. Always patient. 
<laughs> no, patience doesn't do rituals. Well, you care. Well, you does rituals. <laughs> but patience never does rituals. She, she's got other things going on. <laughs> but you've got men. Usually men. Usually men. Yeah. I think there was one... I think this was in the early early 2000s like really early 2000s where women used to do um rituals but mm, it wasn't I really feel popular like the, the more the well i guess we'll, we'll look in we'll talk about it more later on when we see when you go into tropes mm-hmm. where you will find that it's usually men doing rituals for money Sacrificing and women men. doing rituals to get men who have money. Why don't you just sacrifice some why would you sacrifice someone to go to go and depend on Chief or Alaji when you can sacrifice someone and get your own money? I don't think we should it, be encouraging anybody to sacrifice anybody. Official just work hard and hustle there. Work hard and prosper. Don't be afraid to make sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, usually a man that is suffering um, maybe sometimes he's married and his wife nags him oh why can't we be rich maybe he has children maybe he doesn't Those ch- he's introduced to this chief usually played by Kanayo Kanayo <laughs> and this Clem. chief tells him oh Clem Mohameze Clem Mohameze is usually the one that is doing jazz to steal somebody else's property <laughs> him <laughs> and Chinwe Talago Chinwe Talago that's what I'm saying these are like solid Igbo names do you think we use their real names too much? Because I've already said, oh, patience does does yeah. rituals. Yeah, we, we probably use their names too much. But that's what we know them by. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was the point where everyone knew, um, didn't know Peter Doche's real name. Yeah, just called him Okonkwo. But Peter Doche was also involved in rituals, and sometimes you do, you will find him on some of the movies, you know, doing ritualistic stuff. Anyway, so he meets this A chief. Cultish behavior. <laughs> he meets this chief, and this chief is yo. I know how to get you rich. Join my fraternity. At uh, the oldest fraternities, never sororities, because it's all men. And it, and then he goes for the meet, and it's usually some men in the middle of the night in some dark corner, you know, singing and serving and chanting and chanting. And you know, just being generally weird with so lots of red coat around. Is if you know what, let's 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 ration this out, right? Let's rationalize it. Mm-hmm. You meet someone. Mm-hmm. This is a rich guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know how to make you money. Let me introduce you to my friends. I'm like, yeah, shit, yeah, cool, of course. Mm-hmm. I'll meet your friends. And then the first place they go to, like, oh yeah, by the way, we have a dress code. Um, <laughs> this robe. This robe. We we wear this robe. This robe. Oh, anything else? It's up to you. Maybe paint your face for the jazz to catch properly. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, no oh barriers. Have you guys seen this clip that was going around social media where they had hymns? They had occultic hymns. <laughs> there was there was an occultic piano man. <laughs> and it was... You know um, well, the thing is, that to me legitimizes it. That I'm more likely to stay and say, hmm... These people are serious. And of course, there's Yula Doce there. Yula Doce is the king. Yula no, Doce? If Kanayel Kanayel is the king, Yula Doce is the prince Yula, I, of I, rituals. I, no, I think Yula Doce, he's more, a lot more, re- he's too recent in the in the ritualist game to be the prince. Oh, okay, okay. Who would you call the prince? At, do you know what? 
I feel like I wouldn't call anyone a prince because there's too many there's too many like kings kings, <laughs> kings so of I the th- game I feel like they're they're like kings and maybe prime ministers <laughs> of the game <laughs> but you yeah. have people like Enable Enable oh yes that's a king oh god that's Kanayo Kanayo that's, that's a king Yule Doche is maybe a member of parliament Oh, wow. Not quite the prime minister. Maybe he's, a, I, he's an emperor. <laughs> okay. And then someone like who else is there? Someone else is a mayor. He's he's there, but not quite there yet. <laughs> he's trying his best. He hasn't won enough elections. That kind of thing. So I I I wouldn't call him a prince. I'd say he he hasn't been in enough of he he has too much of other films to be yes for I it to agree. count. Uh, he has he's been in. in like enough of other types of films usually where he's an actual prince exactly for for that so that's his typecast yeah whereas someone like Kanaya Kanaya he's his typecast is jazz his typecast is ritual someone like Tony Mez as I was tell, as I was telling you the story of rituals and then he's get, he gets introduced to the meeting and they're like you know sacrifice something and most of the time he's like oh no I can't sacrifice my insert name here um but then, you know, the reality of poverty starts to weigh on him and he's like, yeah, I'm going to sacrifice my whatever. Although I did watch a film where, like, they were, they told them, um, could you sacrifice your wife? And the guy was, yes, I will sacrifice her today. <laughs> today. <laughs> it was, um, it was well, Ernesto B. Um, so, yeah, and so he's asked to sacrifice someone. He does. And then, well, he becomes rich and happy, but... Something happened. Most of the time, it's the spirit of the of the person haunting them. Sometimes it is the the price becomes too much. The price to becomes too much because God deity. deity keeps asking for more and more and more, and they're like, "No, I can't do this." And sometimes it's just coming across these pastors. Yeah, these <laughs> no. pastors need sometimes need to mind their business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what and if everyone around me is dying at an exponential rate? <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> But yeah, and then he comes comes across this thing, and he realizes, or something happens, and he can no longer go on. Mm. And then he either dies if he's killed someone, oh, or they suffer some horrible disfigurement, or runs mad, or is struck down by the god himself. They do be running mad. They do be running mad all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's an, that's an, that's actually creates a stigma against mentally ill people. Have you thought about that? I think it's a case of. Because you're looking for so much power, that is the first power or the m- most important power someone can take away from you is your mm-hmm. sanity. Sure. Which removes all the... Which, again, like you were saying, it does sort of relate to how we see people with like mental illnesses mm-hmm. and stuff where they don't have a lot of power. And that is the almost the scariest thing for them for some people. Of that so much lack of power that you don't, you have nothing. Okay. You have less than nothing or you don't even have your mind. So I, I think that's where that comes, That that's why that usually comes into it. Or uh-huh. Usually they run. And you know, that's the end of the ritual, the ritual story. And in the ritual story, you have the common tropes like the poor suffering man. Sometimes you have the nagging wife or the nagging parents. Uh, you must have the chief. The chief is such a trope. But the chief is the one that... It, that, that indoctrinates in, in, him. Yeah. The chief indoctrinates him. Obviously, you have the deity. And then you have the comeuppance. The running mad. Sometimes you can't have the pastor. Oftentimes, in all of these jazz films, there is always... 
Hustle. But I, I think another thing as well to mention with all of these jazz films, it will usually, especially the more recent ones, is it will come down to a battle between good and evil. Mm. Of good is usually the Christianity and your yeah. sh- your faith and your strength and things like that, and the evil is always the uh, jazz. Yeah, and the, all of the all of the facets. Uh, okay, as I said, some notable films from those from that story: Billionaires Club, um, Living in Bondage. For our second Juju story, the second most popular one will be, you know, your Princess Aqua type, where some wicked woman. Now, this is where the woman comes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sometimes it can be man, usually teammate Alago, uh, and they are envious of what somebody else has. And this is this is a segue. Uh, this is sort of this can also segue into like a suffering porn type of type of where the main character suffers and it's as a result of the antagonist going using juju to basically in their life because they're jealous of something. So you have your patient is awkward type who will just full on go to the uh, DBR or go to the native doctor and just like yeah <laughs> mess up their life, <laughs> do it. Oh, I have to sacrifice because sacrifice is always important. Sacrifice is a huge trope in rituals slash jazz. You must, you must always sacrifice something to get something else. Sometimes you sacrifice money and you like, you get away with it. Sometimes you sacrifice everything. It's, it's, I think it's, the, the reason for that is usually, it's meant to be a deterrent to doing these bad to things. To doing these bad things, to doing these things is there's always a price to pay and it's a case of are you willing to pay that price are you willing to take that risk of yes sometimes it might be a case of oh you pay money oh you sleep with the native doctor because you sleep worse or sometimes you sleep you just sleep in the cemetery for like five days and call it cool it's in your favorite movie (laughs) with (laughs) suicide mission which auntie ameza was actually in as the wife where he was trapped in a bottle. <laughs> and that's it. Monique bottled her lover Austin so she could have control over him and take over her as his wife. Yes, yes. Oh, she was a side chick. Yes, she was. Auntie Amaze was the main wife. You know. Yes, and so you know you have to do. You have to make a sacrifice. You have to make a sacrifice, and then you yeah. get either you get your revenge. Is it? Have there ever been revenge? Jazz. Yeah. Revenge based jazz. Yes. No. No. Because that would mean that the person was good if they were getting revenge. And you couldn't have your squeaky clean protagonist that suffered. What? What? You can't have your squeaky clean protagonist who's suffering from the effects of the jazz if it's for revenge, which means they have done something bad. That doesn't... I think you you misunderstand why people get revenge. Yours is moral revenge. It doesn't always have to be, oh, you've done something bad, so I'm getting revenge on you. It's... I have seen something that you have done. I don't like it. I'm getting revenge. <laughs> That's just envy-based retaliation. Yeah. So it's so you've got envy-based retaliation. There's oh, I want your man. Half Moon. Oh, that film was so heartbreaking. Half Moon with Mona Lisa Chinda, where she's and Chimachika, where she steals the guy. And so then, um, I think in those movies, the tropes are usually you know is an uncle or an auntie. So you you know. When you hear Nigeria say, oh, my auntie or my uncle is not a good person. It's from these movies. It's from these movies. Because the uncle and auntie or the brother, sister is always full of envy and jealousy. And it just goes to the DBR. Yeah, messed their life. Let's talk about 
Yoruba movies and jazz. It's all jazz. All Pretty much. I, I, I'm not... I think she has someone that is going to speak about Yoruba movies. Yes, we are going Yoruba. to go into Yoruba movies. But just know, when we talk about Yoruba movie and jazz, it's just all jazz. It's like 100% jazz. It's terrifying to me. I've never watched any of them, but there is this one film that I've never seen that has made a huge impression. Which film? I don't know. I think it's about birds. Okay. Mother told us about it. And I can't, I can't even... Like I said, I've never seen it. She's never seen it, but yeah, she's terrified of it. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it could be like. But I never want to watch that film. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what film she's talking about. (laughs) It's the the Yoruba name for beds. It's Aye. Yes. That's... (laughs) (laughs) She cringes. She's cringing. (laughs) Okay, let's move on before she gets... She terrifies herself. So just know that when we're talking... When we're exploring Yoruba movies, it's just going to be jazz, jazz, jazz. Well, I don't know. I don't watch Yoruba movies. (laughs) So maybe it's not. And then let's talk about Love Potion. And our main guy. Tony Umez. Oh, darling. 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 Oh, my God. (laughs) Tony Love potions, obviously, the name is in the the def- the definition is in the title. When the guy, the girl, usually the girl, never the guy, gets a love potion to trap a guy she wants who is maybe not interested may in her, or might, may not want her as well, or someone, someone she's already sometimes, sometimes someone she's already dating, but she wants maybe his money or something, or someone who's married and she wants to steal him from from her. And as we said, Tony Mez always. There's Tony Mez. What? Which one is Bobby Manu? Oh yes, also him. Because I know um Tony Mez is love potion especially, but Bobby Manu is oh no, it's sugar and reason that can never have. Children. <laughs> Not Shagan Rinzi. Zach Oji. Zach Oji never has children in his film. <laughs> I, I've, I've never seen it. <laughs> because he's been jazzed. There's this one film that... I, I When you watch films as a child, there are things that... Or as children, there are things that will stick with you that are either really, really good or really, oh, really traumatizing. And there is this one film that I remember with Zach Oji in where he had like... It was meant to be his child, or someone had jazzed him to think it was his child, but it was actually a doll. <gasps> I love that movie. That film is terrifying. I don't. Oh I my can't god! Remember. What is the name so of the scary. film? Guys, so scary. comment either on the Facebook page or on the website or on this app if you know what film that is, because oh, I would really want to watch that. No, I can't. <laughs> and he puts it on like cardboard and walks away. I don't. It's just like. It's like you remember like scenes and flashes from films and it has such a massive impact on you. It's like, oh, what was the name of the film? I've got no idea. No. Who was in it? This person, I think. <laughs> what was the rest of the film about? No clue. But that speaks to you. But I think with regard with when you're speaking about like love potions and love spells yeah. and love enchantments, it's not always love sometimes it's obsession yeah it's usually obsession it's lust it's um i want to give you all my money yes i don't know what that is mumushness <laughs> have has anyone ever heard of a mumu button <laughs> yes that's it this yes. is this i think that's where it's from a lot of these no are. it's literally a film where she had a remote 
That's where it's from. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's just become part of like the things we say. Oh, she has this mumu button. Has mumu button. <laughs> oh, they have jazzed them. That, that, like, I don't understand why. I think we make jokes about that. I don't understand why he's with her. Oh my god, she's jazzed him. Or I don't understand why he's yeah. She's, she's jazzed him. So it's, so it's in it's in your life. It's every it's everywhere. It's t- I feel like that just speaks on impact that these films have on our lives. And frankly, the the impact that we have. You know when we have um you know like the mental illness that causes stalking and you know that causes obsession and that. Do you think that that's our way of explaining when things like that? Happen? happen and i think that a lot of this uh jazz ritualist all these things that we say oh it's jazz or is rituals or is is, you know is from god or the other is sometimes just mental illness manifested in ways that we cannot explain and because we don't have words for them we assign them to gods or deities or one dibia or whoever so that's something to consider but common tropes in these kinds of stories the mumu man of course the mumu man Usually played by Tony Mess, as I said. Sometimes Bobby Mano. Maybe Sensobi. Yes. Yeah, but then the thing is, we we say Tony Mess, but the, the number one, the 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 king of Jumum, the one that everybody remembers being in a literal bot. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> RMT, a carriage shoulder for you. <laughs> oh, what an old movie. And we love it. We love it. We love is that, it. Is that not- no, and then you've got this, the stupid man who at the end is usually forgiven because it's not his fault. But after he's he's wrecked his life. He has. Because of this one or two witch or three girls <laughs> in succession. Stop drinking things that they give you. Right. Sir. And then you have you have the long, sometimes long-suffering girlfriend or a long-suffering wife who's there to be abused and to show the effect of this love potion on yeah. him. And then, you know, you have the instigator who is usually the side chick who's cunning and in the end runs mad or dies or gets disfigured. That's how all these films end. That has never happened. That has never happened I in Hollywood. I can't think of any film that has never happened in right Hollywood. now. But that is how all these stories but end. I'm sure. But then it, again, it goes back to risk and reward. <laughs> risk, reward, punishment. Mm-hmm. Reward. You get to enjoy this other woman's man for this time. Risk to her pastor. Maybe cast your sense away from you. (laughs) But, yeah. You know. But then that's usually the... That's usually... It's never like they're praying for you to go mad. It's usually they are praying for this enchantment to be broken. And the result of that of this enchantment being broken is... You go mad. And you're usually told. That's something that you've agreed with whoever with the babalao that, that gave you chalk to drop like mm. he's he's the one that gave the bottle of the remote <laughs> and and then you find that these um native doctors will warn you yeah like they're operating an honest business they will, or you will never get one that will not tell you oh yeah that. or sometimes they give you an instruction if anyone sees this pot you'll be wrong man if anyone sees this pot you'll be wrong man you will not put it somewhere that people can see it like <laughs> there will, there's always a warning of if this is broken it's never like oh they will pray the enchantment will break you just carry on with your life no, to jazz somebody else punishment. there's always a punishment for things not going the way the deity wants them to go yeah because that's that's the agreement that you or sometimes as you said maybe the deity starts asking for too much so after jazzing the guy you've married the guy and you have kids the date is like come 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 come, 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 come,
this I need man your first born and child. you need your firstborn child mm. or your second. They are never happy at the end. That's it for part one. Join us in part two where we'll have lots more to talk about Juju and Jazz. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Exploring Nollywood podcast. Sleep well, guys. Sleep well. I will not. Neither will I. <laughs>